Was Sonic the Hedgehog 2 better than the first? Was Morbius worth seeing in theaters? And have you ever had a chocolate payday bar? Well, I talk about all that and more on this episode of The Toddcast. Hello everyone and welcome to The Toddcast. As always, I'm your host, Todd McManus. And it is another sunny day here in good old northeast Louisiana. Of course, it has been, it was storming the past couple days. I, I Like, it was 80 mile an hour wind or whatever. They're like, oh, there's a tornado around here somewhere. And I was like, oh, well, I didn't see a tornado. And I know it tore up some places over in Ruston. And wherever you're at, if it tore up your area, Thoughts and prayers go out to you and your family and friends and all the people that you know that if the tornado or any kind of rain, flood damage or anything like that. It rained a lot, but it wasn't like enough to like cause a flood, but it was a decent amount. So, but it's real sunny now today because it was pouring down rain yesterday. It was like dark gray clouds, lightning everywhere. It was like lightning every like four seconds and it was everywhere, so... So that's really, <laughs> that's about it. That's all that's been going on, honestly, here in Louisiana anyway. But there's been a bit of news, not a lot, but a little bit of news this past week. Um, of course, the main topic that apparently that's still on everybody's mind, that's been on everybody's mind for the past like three or four weeks whenever it started, and I'm kind of tired of it, but this will probably be the last time I talk about it, is of course the Will Smith-Chris Rock slap at the Oscars. Of course, Chris Rock making the joke about Jada, and then Will went up there and slapped Chris Rock. Um, everybody knows the whole story of it. Everybody knows. I mean, it, it was the slap heard around the world. It was literally one of, like, as the Academy for the Oscars, they don't want something like that to happen, of course, but... For them, you know, it's the Hollywood thing. Any publicity is good publicity, if you've ever heard that saying. Meaning, even if they're talking bad about you, talking just burying you about anything, they're still talking about you. And in Hollywood, that's all that matters, is that you're still in the public light. No matter whether you're, talk, you're talked good or bad about, you're still being publicized in newspapers uh, online articles, anything like that. So with Will Smith, some little bit of news did come out this week that the Academy has finally made their decision on what will happen to Will Smith. Of course, a week ago, he resigned from the Academy. He, he, he sent a res- resignation in or whatever. He did apologize about it and his actions and all that, and then he resigned from it. But now... The people in charge of the Oscars, the Academy, have officially banned Will Smith from the Oscars award ceremony for the next 10 years, meaning that I don't think Will Smith will get nominated for any role for the next 10 years, and he is not allowed to show up to the award show for the next 10 years. So they said he will be able to show up. The next time he can come back is in the year 2032, 10 years from now, and that is (laughs) something. And it's weird because it's like all that happened, and then there was like 20, 30 minutes later, he was given the acceptance speech for winning Best Actor in the movie King Richard. 
Now, that movie might have been good, but ever since the slap happened, his movies and shows and everything he was supposed to be a part of or produce or be in have all been just going downhill. Like I talked about a couple weeks ago, the sequel to I Am Legend, they were going to make an I Am Legend 2 with Will Smith returning and with Michael B. Jordan. Apparently, I think they're looking at if they can go ahead with that movie without Will Smith. (laughs) And like, I like Will Smith. I think he's a funny guy. He seems like a nice, cool dude. But all this with Jada, just, I don't know. I don't know who's to blame. A lot of people say that Some people said it was Will's fault that he did that. Some people say that it's because of their relationship. Him and Jada have had a weird kind of toxic type relationship in the past couple years. I don't want to say too much because Will Smith will bust up in here and slap me right right upside the face. I can see him running down the road coming here now, so i got to hurry up and be quick with this. (laughs) But I don't... I don't... I'm not poking... I'm not poking fingers and blaming anybody about this that... He did overreact, and he shouldn't have, and that's all I really am going to say about it. I mean, it kind of sucks that he was banned for 10 years, because, you know, 10 years from now, or at least another year, people will forget about this. It becomes old, you know? People, one, a lot of people just get tired of talking about it, and then the news articles all over the internet are just scratching and clawing at their last little bit of information they can try to get and try to stretch out news articles as long as they can and still trying to get Chris Rock on his um, opinion and what he thinks about it and what was going through his mind during the the him being slapped by Will Smith. Like, what was he thinking of while this is happening? They're trying to talk to him. He's doing comedy shows right now. Will Smith has kind of like, I don't know where he is right now. I, I really don't know where they went since the slap happened. But I guess they went home. <laughs> I don't really know. Like, I'm surprised they haven't tried to like talk to their kids like Jaden Smith or their daughter. So, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm over it. I just wanted to say that because that's kind of a big deal that Will Smith has now been banned from the Oscar for the next 10 years, and he did win Best Actor for King Richard, so I'm glad he did finally get a Best Actor award, but what because of what happened, he's not going to show up until 2032. <laughs> so, so yeah, so if they make a good movie by then, and all this will blow over soon, like, you know, we're going to be talking, like, the next big thing right now, which I guess I can go ahead and talk about this then, um, because, you know, a couple months ago, it was the Putin attacking Ukraine, that whole thing, which is still going on, and we should still support the people of Ukraine and hope that they are going to be fine and okay throughout all of this, you know. Um, and then the Will Smith slap took over the world, and now we're falling off of that, going into another big thing. There's always a big thing going on in the news or in the world. Right now, apparently, Elon Musk has bid to buy 100% to 100% own Twitter. <laughs> and it's weird because he's doing it for free speech, of course, and you can get into like some political aspects about that of 
like you, you have, I'm not going to get too much into it, of course, because it dives into the political stuff about, you know, what Twitter believes. Like, you, you have the right to free speech in the Declaration. Is it in the Declaration of Independence? No, it's uh, the Constitution. Anyway, it's one of them. You have the right to, fr- it's your rights. You have the right to free speech, meaning you can say anything you want to, good or bad, but you still have the right to say anything you want. And Twitter, apparently, is that no matter what you say, it's depending on what Twitter decides that you say is right, that they'll show to all everybody else. So you can say whatever you want on there, and it's supposed to be able to be seen by everybody, and then depending on if it's a good or bad thing, <laughs> that's when the people of the other Twitter accounts will be like, oh, this is not good, this should be put away, or whatever like that. But more recently, of course, Twitter has been flagging stuff and taking stuff down and taking different posts down of what they think that Twitter corporate thinks that should be on their app and not on their app because and that's where the free speech comes in of that it should be available for everyone to see of course there is a whole political side to this conversation that I'm talking about and I'm not going to get into that. But that's kind of what Elon Musk is diving into because Elon sees that and he knows that because he's a very active Twitter user. I, I don't get on Twitter a lot, but I do follow Elon Musk on Twitter. And he was like the largest, what was it? He was the largest share owner of Twitter. And then now he bid, I think it was like, I'm not, this may not be the exact number, but it was around $45 billion. Therefore, Elon Musk bid that amount of money so he could buy and own Twitter. And then in his, what he wants to do with it, basically, with Twitter, is that he wants to do that free speech thing, meaning that he will be like, okay, post whatever you want, as long as it's not like hate speech or nothing like that, which that is free speech. No matter what you say, like me talking right now about whatever I want, I have the right to say whatever I want, but then whenever, but it depends on what exactly words you say and who are you talking about or what you're talking about is when it comes down to the moral and morally correct and ethically correct and all this kind of stuff that dives and that interweaves in free speech for a lot of people that oh well you have the right to say this but just because you have the right to do it doesn't mean you should that's what the actual continuity of it of about the free speech that's what it is you know um so that's what elon musk is currently doing that's the kind of big thing right now along with the russia ukraine war i guess is what that is uh but yeah so elon if he, I mean, I'm all for Elon is a guy that I like. I've never actually, I've never talked to him. Of course, I would love to talk to him. I know he probably listens to this, and if I was able to interview him, that would be awesome. But Elon Musk is one of those guys where it's like he's not a trendsetter. But when it said that he bought Twitter stock, Twitter stock went up 54. percent He can literally just tweet 
out anything about any company, and if he says something good about it, their stock rises an abnormal amount. Like when he talked about there was a cryptocurrency called Dogecoin, which is like Bitcoin, but it's called Dogecoin. He talked about it constantly, and it shot up exponentially. So it's like he's the reason a lot of this stuff is happening right now. Well, like with him doing the Twitter thing that he has to pay. He he, he made himself pay more money because he talked about owning the stock. The stock went up 54%, and now he's trying to buy it for like 45 or $46 billion. So he wouldn't have to pay that much money if he didn't talk about it. <laughs> but I think Elon is definitely, he's a man of the people, and he will do right by it. If he buys Twitter, I think he will definitely... He will do right by all of us. Anybody who has Twitter accounts and anything else. You know, there are a lot of people that don't have a Twitter, you know. I mean, it was only like two or three years ago when I first got a Twitter. And I didn't use it for like a year or two. Like, I've barely used Twitter. I, I don't post... I've posted probably like four or five times on there. Maybe more than that. But not. I don't post... A lot like I might retweet something or like some stuff um usually I go on there to see if any there any, there's anything new about like gaming news or Marvel or Star Wars or something like that that's what I usually do because I know a lot of news sites and places use Twitter more than anything else because my main source is like Instagram and then sometimes Facebook but Twitter is the main source for a lot of people, so therefore that's why I had to get a Twitter just to see, have it as an extra source for me, you know. But if Elon Musk, I'm all for it. If he if he wants to do that, and he's got $46 billion to throw around to now be able to own Twitter, I'm all for it. If he does it to later today, tomorrow, next week, whenever, he said he made he made a bid. And so, we'll see what happens with that. So, if he does it, that'd be pretty cool, you know. Um, also, going into a little bit of some gaming news real quick. Not much a lot has come out with the gaming news. But, this past week, it was officially announced that there will be a new Tomb Raider game coming soon. Coming probably later this year to the beginning of next year. Um, of course, Tomb Raider games being about Lara Croft, or Lara Croft, I think it's Lara Croft is how you pronounce her name. Um, I'm not big into those games. I think I've played like one, and I didn't finish it, I don't think. I've played, I've played some of one. I don't know which one it was. I mean, everybody knows about like Lara Croft and all that, you know, but, uh... If you're interested in the Tomb Raider games, there's a new one coming soon at some point, so you can look that up. It's definitely, I saw it with IGN, but the new Tomb Raider game, I mean, it's probably going to be fun. I mean, Tomb Raider games, they say they're like just another, ver they're, it's a, it's, it's like Uncharted, but it's a girl. <laughs> so I don't know what's different about it, honestly. Um, I know that they're, one's a Tomb Raider, and the other guy looks for different treasures and stuff and all that kind of stuff. I never really played the Uncharted games either, and I'm probably making different people mad saying that they're alike, and they're probably not. But if you're interested in the Tomb Raider games and all the lore and all that kind of stuff, there's one coming soon for you out there, that, that lone Tomb Raider fan. 
Um, also this past week, going into the movies, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 has premiered in theaters. I did not see it. <laughs> I'm telling you, not a lot happened this week. Uh, Tomb Raider, not Tomb Raider, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 premiered in theaters. And I did see that Sonic the Hedgehog 2, their opening box office, this is the biggest opening box office hit for Jim Carrey out of all of the movies that Jim Carrey has ever done. This movie has made the most money on opening weekend than any other movie he's been in. They said the one before that was Bruce Almighty. was the biggest opening box office for him before was Bruce Almighty and now it's Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Bruce Almighty is a great movie. But, uh, I think Jim Carrey is really good as uh, Eggman or Dr. Robotnik, you know, being the villain in the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. I definitely think, like, I already talked about this way back, was that Chris Pratt is playing the voice of Mario in the Super Mario movie. They're definitely going towards a Super Smash Brothers movie with Nintendo. Of course, that game being about all different characters from different Nintendo games and all that, and Sega, I guess, too, all coming together into one game to fight each other. They've already made Detective Pikachu, so they got Pokemon already done. They're, they just did the second Sonic the Hedgehog movie, and they're going to do a Mario movie. All I got to do is do like something for like Kirby <laughs> or somebody, you know? All I got to do is do like another introduction movie, and then they can do Super Smash Brothers, you know? And if they do a Legend of Zelda movie, that movie would actually probably be pretty good. So, But Sonic the Hedgehog 2 premiered. Apparently, it is better than the first one because this one introduced Knuckles and Tails into the movie. And I'll end up seeing it. Not in theaters, but I'll end up seeing it. You know, because the next movie I'm going to see is Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness in theaters. And that movie's going to be great. And I've already talked a lot about it, but it's going to be good. And it comes out in the first week of May, which is in three weeks, so, hello, <laughs> like, that movie's just gonna be so good, but, speaking of Marvel, go ahead on into this, the third episode of Moon Knight premiered this week, I will not give any spoilers, of course, but I have watched all three episodes of Moon Knight so far, I think there's gonna be a total of six, so, it looks like this show, which a lot of stuff happens in the shows since they're all an hour long, almost an hour long. So they cover a lot of ground and story in each episode. So I can definitely see how this show is already like halfway over. But it's good so far. I really like it. Um, this newest episode, episode three, actually did have a really good fight scene that um, contained... Moon Knight was all was in this fight scene, so you actually get to see a lot of his power and a lot of the fight scene that he has with this newest episode, and it's really good. I, I like it so far. It's my favorite. I mean, it's my favorite this year because it's is this the only Marvel show this year so far? It's got to be right. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Was there one at the beginning of the year? No, because Book of Boba Fett was going on. Okay, 
so this is like the first Marvel show this year. We're only in April so far. But I think it, it's my favorite right now. And, of course, Miss Marvel and probably season two of What If come out this year. And maybe even She-Hulk as well. Um, but so far, I mean, since this is the only Marvel show, it's my favorite. And it's better than a lot of the others. If you do, if you have Disney Plus and you want to get into this show, I definitely recommend it because it's really good. It's got a lot of violence in it. It's got some blood in it too, which is something for a Marvel product. But it's really good. And if you like those like secret agent, not secret agent, but like it's kind of secret agency and like an action type vibe to it but also he's got like the problem of switching between the two and if you watch it you'll understand what i'm saying but it's really good i think you should definitely check it out at least just watch the first episode and see if you like it and you'll be confused a lot but each episode answers more and more of the questions that you have so really good i think you should definitely check it out and speaking of really good (laughs) this was not really good the morbius movie the sony marvel movie known as morbius morbius the living vampire of course starring jared leto as dr michael morbius released a couple weeks ago of course i talked about it last week with john i was actually going to review it last week but John had not watched it yet, so of course we I did not re- give a spoiler review of it. The movie was only about an hour and 45 minutes long. And this movie was not that good. <laughs> this movie, to prove to you, this movie was the second lowest Rotten Tomato score of a Marvel movie. The lowest was the 20... 17-2018 version of the Fantastic Four. The one with Michael B. Jordan. That movie was god-awful. When that movie, Whenever it came out, I did not see it. When did that movie come out? I'm going to Google it real quick. The Fantastic Four movie that was in 2015. That was how long ago it was. Seven years ago, it got a whopping 9% on Rotten Tomatoes. And of course, if you don't know, Rotten Tomatoes goes all the way up to 100. From 0 to 100, they gave it a (laughs) 9. So, Morbius is very close at like 15 or something. (laughs) I didn't never look at it yet. But, which Morbius has a higher fan review because to me Morbius can be a fun movie to watch it's not like there's different versions of a bad movie there's a funny bad movie like it's so bad that you can just laugh at it and it's funny this is not that this is just there's way too much CG I'm gonna go ahead and get into it so spoilers if you haven't seen Morbius so I'm gonna go ahead and talk about spoilers with Morbius here we go. So this movie, I thought it was decent. It wasn't bad, but it also was not good. It was very middle of the road for me. It was a shorter movie being an hour and 45 minutes, because I'm used to everything being two hours or, long, or longer now. Um, the very best part of this movie was literally like the last two minutes of the movie. being They had two mid-credit scenes, no end credit. But they had two mid-credit scenes. And I'm going to go ahead and talk about that. Excuse me. I'll talk about them because those are the best parts and spoilers. The The first 
mid credit scene, the uh, shot, the scene of it, was that they were outside, and then the big purple crack come across the sky, and it was the multiverse. It was what was what was happening in Spider-Man No Way Home. And then it went to a jail cell, and it was empty. Nobody was in it. And then all of a sudden, Michael Keaton's Vulture, who was the villain in Spider-Man Homecoming, the first Tom Holland Spider-Man movie, he appeared, and now he's in the Morbius universe. So they let him out because he was just in prison for no reason. And that was that. And then the second mid credit scene was that Morbius was driving a car. Was he? Yeah, he was driving a car out into like this desert outside of the city area. And he got out and then somebody was coming at him. And it was Michael Keaton's vulture in the vulture suit. And he flew at him. And he stopped, and I think he, did he take his helmet off? I don't think he took his helmet off. But they started talking to each other, and Michael Keaton was like, oh, I'm glad you could meet with me, Dr. Morbius. And Morbius was like, what's this about? And so, the, and then Vulture basically said, I think we should, he said it. all this was Spider-Man's fault, and we should, basically, just the Cliff Notes version, all of this was Spider-Man's fault, and we should make a group. So I think he's trying to make his own Sinister Six-type group. We still do not really know what universe this takes place in, because it's very much apparent. They did not confirm it, but I think the Morbius universe is in the Venom movies. The reasoning is because, one, at the very beginning, Tyrese Gibson, who plays a police officer, he's also in the Fast and Furious movies, he said something, they said, they had a conversation, and he said something that, oh, this is almost as bad as that thing in San Francisco. Well, in the Venom movies, Tom Hardy's Venom was in San Francisco, So this has to take place in that universe, but we don't know if there is a Spider-Man in this universe. We don't know. It's not, this can't be Tobey Maguire's. It's got to be Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. And to me, that's what makes the most sense, is that it would be Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is the Spider-Man for this universe, so we could have Tom Hardy's Venom, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, Morbius, and the Vulture, and then anybody else that's in this universe. Like Electro, Jamie Foxx is Electro, but he got cured. And then uh, the Lizard, who was the Doctor, you know, from the first Amazing Spider-Man movie. And he was in Spider-Man No Way Home as well. But if they can... They, and they asked, like, the director or somebody who was in charge of the Morbius movie, and he was like, if I tell y'all, Marvel would come for me <laughs> or something like that. So it's like, he's not allowed to say who it is yet. So it's got to be in one, either Tobey Maguire Spider-Man or Andrew Garfield Spider-Man because it's not in Tom Holland. Because Tom Holland Spider-Man is still in the MCU universe. So therefore... Um, but there was, at the, of course, the very end of No Way Home, there was a little piece of Venom that was left behind in the Tom Holland Spider-Man universe, so we will have a Venom symbiote now introduced into the MCU, and then, of course, you can go into the, all the 
theories and everything with the purple crack in the sky. You could see characters trying to come through that big purple crack in the sky. And you could see the outline of the characters. And like Rhino was one of them. And Craven the Hunter. And there's so many other characters. And there's other Sony Marvel characters that are getting their own movies in the next year or two. Like there is a Craven the Hunter movie that is going to happen. And he is a Spider-Man villain. There's a lot of stuff that's going to be happening soon. And, like, Sony is trying to build their own Sinister Six in the Marvel Universe while having it being connected. All their Marvel movies are now being connected into the MCU Marvel movies that Disney is making. So, it's like, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of moving parts to this machine that really does not, that half works. (laughs) So, So, there's a lot of stuff that's happening. Overall, the movie itself was not that good. Like I said, the whole movie is just introducing his character. It literally, the way like this movie had to have been pitched this way, the way you just, I can explain it to you is that they made a movie that wasn't that good, but they had, it's like that they had to make it just to introduce his character for something to happen in the future. Because this was not good. But, I don't know. It's it's not very good. Like I said last week, I mean, I would give it like a 6 out of 10. Like, it's an it's a enjoyable movie to watch at home. Just to see the fight scenes, because they were kind of cool. But, it's not really that good of a movie. But, if you want to watch it, I, there's no... You can go check it out. Like, I have no grudge against you going to see the movie. I think that is it is a movie that is kind of required if you want to keep track with all the Marvel hoopla and everything. But if you're not interested in that and you really don't care about keeping track of everything in the Marvel stuff like I am, then I completely understand. So don't watch it. (laughs) Watch it at home whenever it comes on a streaming service soon enough. Whenever it's on like Hulu or Amazon Prime or something, watch it then. But I don't, I don't recommend going to see it. Just Google Morbius mid-credit scenes. That's all you need to watch. Literally, none of the the whole movie before that doesn't even matter. None of it matters. It's just if you want to see him, his character, how he got, how he became, how he went from being a a doctor who was handicapped to becoming part vampire (laughs) so literally being half bat half man who is he's that he's got the vampire disease or whatever and learn how he has to go through that and then fight the villain at the end and then that's all like that's it like there's nothing really exciting about the movie itself so so yeah if you want to watch it go see it but i don't think just Google the mid-credit scenes, like I said, and you'll be good. That's all you need to see. You can watch the movie in another year, so it'll be on TV before you know it. So, yeah. So, with all that being said, it is now time for me to answer some questions. So, if you ever have a question you would like to ask me on a future episode and would like for me to answer it, because I answer all the questions, honestly. So honest. 
with every bit of honest that I have in me. I will answer your question. All you have to do is go down below in the description of this podcast episode, whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. There should be a little description under the episode. Go ahead and read. You can read that. Like There's a little description talking about what I'm talking about this week. Down there below should be a link to my YouTube channel. Click or tap on that. It'll take you to my YouTube channel. You can go ahead and subscribe, of course. And click on one of the videos, or tap on them. And down in the comment section below that video, go ahead and comment your question. And for uh, drink reviews and candy reviews and chip reviews and all that, you can also leave a flavor and brand of drink or whatever down there below that you would like for me to review in a future episode as well. As also leaving your question. You can leave one question. You can leave five. <laughs> I mean, you leave as many as you want to. If you want to leave one, that's fine. If you want to leave me ten, that's also fine. Like, I will read them and see if they are good because there are certain questions that I have been asked within since starting this. There have been questions that were <laughs> always kind of like, I don't think I should talk about that, <laughs> you know? But if you ever have a good question you would like for me to answer, like a would you rather question or any question like that, Go ahead and comment that down below. And I've got two questions right here, so thank you for asking these questions to me. And we're just going to go ahead and dive into them. So the first question is actually a this or that type of question. Where I'm presented two options and i got to pick one. So the question is, hard or soft shell tacos? That's a very interesting question. Um, can you even call it a soft shell taco? Because it's not even a shell. It's like a tortilla. Like, <laughs> is a tortilla a shell? So if I wrap myself up in a towel, am I in a shell? <laughs> I've never thought of it like that before, honestly. Like, when you think of a hard shell taco, it's hard. You know, it can break. It's a shell. Like a turtle has a shell. It's not soft. It's very rigid. An armadillo has a shell that's inside of. It's armor, you know. I don't think of a shell as being soft like a tortilla, <laughs> you know. I mean, I guess you can. Like a cocoon is a shell, and it's not really that tough, but it's still harder. I don't know. But with the question that you're asking is that do I prefer hard or soft shell tacos? Honestly, in my opinion, I personally prefer hard shell tacos over soft. Um, whenever I would go to Taco Bell and you'd have to get tacos with something, you know, I would always get a hard shell. I was never, a f I mean, I will, I've eaten them, but I'm more of a fan of hard shell tacos than I am of the soft because the crunch is very satisfying and the actual shell of the taco is good to me. It tastes good, of course. And I don't get that with the soft shell taco because it's just an uncooked tortilla <laughs> is all it is. It's literally just a raw tortilla is all it is. But I'm more of a fan of the hard shell just because it's just like a big giant chip that's folded in half that's got meat and cheese all in it and 
is like the reverse nachos is what it kind of is. Instead of having meat and cheese all over some chips, you got one gigantic chip folded in half with all that meat and cheese and crap and all that kind of stuff up in the middle of it. I like hard shell tacos, so by a long shot. it's all To me, it's always going to be hard shell over soft shell tacos, so thank you for that question. The next question is also about food. The next question is, what is your favorite breakfast cereal? I feel like I've talked about this before, too. My favorite, personal favorite breakfast cereal of all time will always be Cinnamon Toast Crunch. You can't beat it. There's no other cereal that you can logically explain to me that is better than Cinnamon Toast Crunch. There's no, there's no other cereal on this planet that is better than Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It is sugary. It's cinnamony. It's so good. Whether you eat it with milk or just plain out of the box. Like, I've, I've eaten it. I'm not really a fan of milk. But I've eaten Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Toast crunch, toast crunch, straight out of the box before, and that crap is good. Like you could, I could just eat that all day. Like I, it doesn't have to be a cereal. I could have cinnamon toast crunch as a freaking snack because it's so good. And like I like Lucky Charms. I like the little marshmallows. They're good, but the little like the normal cereal out of that does not have any flavor whatsoever. The marshmallows is all that's there for you. Apple Jacks. That was a good cereal when I was a kid. I haven't had it in years, but it was good. I remember it. The Cookie Crisps. That are just the little cookies. Very high in sugar, but they were pretty good cuz they're just literally just miniature cookies, you know? You got to be better than that. Um, I have tried like the frosted mini wheats. Those were, those weren't really my jam. Um, honey nut Cheerios, they're all right, but they're not, you know, the best. I've had frosted flakes before, but out of all the, I might have to do like a cereal review <laughs> later on in the next few months, I guess, and get those little like little bitty boxes of cereal that you would get at like a hotel or something. I might have to I have to find that. I I have to just go raid hotels and look for little boxes of cereal that I can just take, I guess. But yeah, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is unbeaten and it it's the undisputed best cereal of all time. There's no denying it and you can try to explain to me. I really would like someone who thinks there is a better cereal than Cinnamon Toast Crunch explain to me why their cereal is better than the, than the Crunch. I mean, there's nothing there, there. You can't you can't give me a logical explanation on why Frosted Flakes are better than Cinnamon Toast Crunch, or that why Cheerios are better than Cinnamon Toast Crunch. There's no, there's no way. There's no way. Like, I'm, and it sounds like I'm not even open <laughs> to the explanation, but I am. If there is somebody out there, even somebody that I have interviewed before that you were listening to this, I will just have you on, back on, just for the reason of trying to explain to me why Cinnamon Toast Crunch is a better is not as good as whatever your favorite cereal is. Please, like, please try to explain to me why you think it is. I mean, Cinnamon Toast Crunch is literally, it's a gift from God. <laughs> it literally is. Because the, the cereal is just so good, and I have know I've been talking about it for like 
five to ten minutes. But it's just so crunchy. It's it's so good. Even the more like little dust that's on it. It's the same way Doritos is. The more Dorito dust is on a chip, it makes it totally better. The more dust that is on a Cinnamon Toast Crunch little crunch piece is makes it way better. But the thing is, there isn't a single piece in the box that doesn't have that on it. So it's all good. It's all amazing. And that's what makes it the best breakfast cereal ever. Not only my personal favorite, but it's just so better than every other cereal that is on the market today. So there's it's there's it's unbeaten. It's undisputed, and it is the world champion of cereals. So, thank you for your question, and that is my... Thank you for coming to my TED Talk about Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So, with all that being said, I am not reviewing cereal today. I am actually going to be reviewing two candy bars. That is right. These candy bars are actually the same exact thing. It's just one of them is different than the other one. So, if you follow the Toddcast page on Instagram, which you definitely should, at the underscore Toddcast underscore, only on Instagram, of course, uh, you saw the picture of what I will be reviewing today. And today, I'm going to be reviewing two different versions of the Payday Candy Bar. I'm going to be reviewing the original Payday Candy Bar, and then there's a chocolate-covered version of the Payday. So, of course, if you don't know what a payday bar is, it is basically a caramel bar that is coated in peanuts on the outside. Now, I haven't had a payday bar in a couple years. I have had a payday bar before. It looks good. Like a payday bar itself. Oh, I'm dropping, I'm dropping my nuts. My nuts have fell on the floor. My nuts finally dropped, guys. <laughs> my nuts have finally dropped. So, I'm finally a man. So, I got this payday bar here, and it is just covered in nuts. I'm going to try to just break a piece off. Okay. It's literally just caramel with nuts all on the outside. So, I apologize for any smacking that I do with this, because I might. I'm going to try not to. But, how many sugars is in this? Well, it kind of ripped up the packaging. Um... Seven grams of protein. I don't think it's the caramel. I'm pretty sure it's the peanuts, but payday bar. Let's see how you rank. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Very chewy. I guess that's the caramel. The peanuts are good, though. Hmm. If you hear me chewing, I apologize. I'm trying to stay away from the microphone. Hmm. That's pretty good. Um. Like one of my personal favorite candy bars is a Snickers bar, and it has nuts and caramel in it. It's just take that, take the chocolate and nougat out, and that's what this is. Because that's what the caramel reminds me of is the Snickers, you know, it's the same it's the same thing. But that's pretty good. Like the the peanuts are perfectly salted. It's somewhat good for you. <laughs> it's not I mean it's not because of the caramel, because caramel has so much sugar in it. I'm trying to see 
if it says anywhere, the sugars. It's 240 calories for this entire bar, which is not that big. Um, It's got 13 grams of fat and 27 grams of total carbs. All it is is just peanut sugar, corn syrup. It's got some skim milk. Oh, let's go. Um, But it's, it's pretty good. I like it. And it's one of the better candy bars on the market today, in my opinion. I might do that in the future as well. Let's just try a different bunch of candy bars. Um, on the scale from 0 to 100 with no decimals, the Payday Bar gets a solid 78 from me. I like it. The, the, the regular Payday Bar is a solid candy bar. I mean, it's just caramel with a bunch of peanuts around it. And of course, if you're not a fan of like real chewy stuff, I mean, it's not like gum, but it is a little chewy because of the caramel. It's still really good. Like, it's solid candy bar. It's a solid 78 for the payday is what it deserves. So, this next one is also a payday. Oh, okay. It is a king size. But what this pay... The difference with this one and the other one is that this is basically the same thing, but this one is covered in chocolate. So, it's literally just the caramel with the nuts all around it, and then the whole thing is dipped in chocolate. And it looks really good. Wow, it is. This is only 140 calories. Oh, per half bar, <laughs> per half the pack. A third of the pack? Oh my gosh. They didn't even put the whole thing on there, so that's 140 times 3. This whole bar is 420 calories. <laughs> so it's literally almost double the amount of a normal payday bar, but also this is a king size as well. So so chocolate payday bar. Let's see how much, whether it raises or lowers the score by just adding chocolate. So let's see where this goes. Okay. Mm. All right. The chocolate is really good. Mm. All right. It's a lot to chew on. And I got a somewhat small bite. Mm. Okay. No, oh, that is just... That's the only thing about eating peanuts is that it just gets all up in your mouth. Just peanut bits are going to be finding peanut bits all in my teeth for the next two days. Um, that's pretty good. I really like that. Um, it does improve on the payday bar, but that's my opinion only because. I mean, a chocolate bar can't a, a a candy bar can't be a candy bar unless it's covered in chocolate. And the payday, the normal payday bar, is really the only exception <laughs> that I have. But the chocolate covered payday is really good. It adds to it. I know I gave the normal payday bar a seventy eight, which is a high score for me. I'm gonna give the chocolate payday bar an eighty. Only two points higher. Because that's how much the chocolate adds to it. It's literally just not too much, but a little bit. And it doesn't overpower it, but it still gives it such a really good flavor. 
It's literally like take a Snickers and take out the nougat and just add a crap ton of peanuts to it. And that's what the chocolate covered payday is. And it's so nutty, I guess is what the word is. It's so much peanut is the thing. And I'm a fan of peanuts, but the chocolate payday is a really good. If you if you go to a gas station, you'll probably find it. But the normal payday sits at a solid 78, with the chocolate-covered payday sitting at a solid 80. That I mean, that's pretty good right there. I've got to give it that, because I will definitely be eating more of both of these here in a minute, so... But with all that being said, if you ever want to leave a question or a food item that you would like for me to review in the future, on a future episode of the Toddcast, you can just go down to the comment sections on my YouTube channel and just comment a question, comment as many as you want, and you can comment as many flavors of a certain drink or different candy bars, different flavors Oh, I mean, there's no, there's a lot of flavors of Kit Kat now, and there's also a lot of flavors of Pringles, so chips, candy, drinks, anything that you would like for me to review on a future episode, just comment it down below, and I think that's going to do it for this episode. As always, please rate and subscribe, and if you're listening over on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and click that bell to get notified when new videos are uploaded. And make sure you follow the Toddcast only on Instagram for all your updates and Toddcast needs. And tell your friends and your family to give it a listen. And thank all of you for listening to this episode. And if you want to know what's going to happen next week, well, you're just going to have to tune in to find out. Only on the Toddcast. <laughs>